Okay, so yesterday I had a situation. I went to bed on Sunday night, felt great, yep. woke up on Monday morning. Turned around left and right a couple times, you <laughs> tore an ACL. I, I started to come down the stairs, and the next thing I know, my right knee decided it wasn't going to work Don. anymore. Yep. Didn't, <laughs> didn't have an injury, didn't twist it, didn't bang it, didn't do anything that uh, anything that I know of. I just all of a sudden did not have a right knee for a day. Fast forward to Tuesday, I feel fine. <laughs> like it never happened at all. So to get to the bottom of this, no better person than Dr. Robert Clapper, host of the Weekend Warrior 7 to 9. How are you feeling, Doc? What's the matter with my knee? Uh, I'm doing great. It's so nice to hear that you have what's known as altacocaritis, which don't get old, everybody, because that's what happened. That. Dr. Clapper, I told him the same thing. He didn't listen to me. <laughs> it's very it interesting, though, when things happen. I mean, I'm in my office now seeing patients. People will tell me, all I did was, you know, uh, turn and pick up a pencil. How did I tear my rotator cuff or tear my meniscus? And, Travis, you have to look back at what you did three days ago, five days ago. Did you help someone move, a new trainer? Did you, did you do a new kind of exercise? Because oftentimes you will tear 95% of the structure then, but no big deal because the other 5% is still intact. You then go to pick up a pencil or walk down your stairs, and oh my God, the other five percent, which was you were hanging on with, now rips, and that's what leads to the injury. Okay, so let's just go down the list really quick, Doc. Did I help somebody move? No, of course he did not, not Doctor Clapper. <laughs> never. <laughs> a new trainer that would imply that I had an old trainer, so that yep. never happened. And then, a new form of exercise. My my exercise is from the couch to the bed to the refrigerator. Maybe a walk around the block occasionally. So I really didn't do anything at all. It just he's, finally gave Doctor Do- Do- Clapper. Old. I think what he's trying to say is he's not your typical uh, clientele. <laughs> he's not your typical customer. You know what's really what it brings up, though, all kidding aside, there are three things that keep your knee, Travis, and all of our knees stable. Three things. The first, the geometry of the bone, the way the femur, the thigh bone, fits into the tibia. Is a, it's like a ball and socket, even though it's a hinge. Just the geometry, the male-female fit, that keeps it stable. Here's the second thing. There are static stabilizers. They're like cords, if you will, the ligaments that are bolted into the bone that you can't make stronger, but they hold the bones together at the joint. They're the second reason your knee doesn't collapse. And the third and final most important reason is in the NFL, for example, we see, and in basketball, Alan Slee, we see all of these non-contact ACL tears, Derrick Rose, Iman Shumpert. You can look at all these ACL tears in basketball, and certainly in football, nobody touched the guy, and they tore their ACL. Why does that happen? Well, the geometry of the bone didn't change, the ligament didn't change, but the third important reason, apropos to you, Travis, is that when you you tighten the, the quad, the hamstring, and the calf muscle and freeze them up. They give you stability. So that neuromuscular connection, electrical thing, and as we get older, we get less good at that balance. That probably is the reason you were tired, and that's why those muscles didn't fire when you came down the step and you felt your knee being unstable. All right. I, I have one other quick question before we let you go. I know you're busy, like you said, seeing patients here. No um, problem. The Hippocratic Oath is the do no harm, right? That's the Correct. That's, okay. So is there the equivalent of when I go to see a doctor and the first thing that orthopedists and, and general uh, you know, intensivists will tell me is, hey, you need to lose some weight. What about my feelings, doc? <laughs> what, what about that? Yeah. 
What about Tillman? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think your fat. weight has anything to do with this at all. <laughs> I think that the reality is, is I'm going to write another book. I've written two already. Heal your knees, heal your hips. Here's the third one. Stop exercising. You're killing yourself. It'll be a bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> and Travis, you will be chapter two. But, Perfect. And as your weight has nothing to do with it, what you, you do need, and you, you don't have to be like your wife. I heard you say how, how committed she is to that, which is great. She but is. three days a week, 20 minutes, half an hour, you should ride the stationary bike. That'll keep your quad, your hamstring, your calf muscle toned enough so it'll be less stress in the joint. Clapper, before you leave, too, I got one question. I always feel like a super old woman in the rain. So, like, the day before it rains, I always feel in my bones that, oh, it's going to rain because I'm feeling super achy and gross and tired. Is that something that I'm an old woman, that I'm a sage, or is that something I can't No, but Emily, you bring up a a fantastic uh, point, and I'll get through it quickly. Remember in high school physics, in front of the class, they blew up a balloon, right? And there's the balloon. But when you take the balloon and you stick it into a vacuum, you don't have to touch the balloon. But if you take away the pressure around it, a vacuum, no atmospheric pressure, guess what happens? Without touching the balloon, it gets bigger and bigger, right? Well, when I watch the weather report, I have no idea what a high pressure and low pressure, like Jerry Seinfeld used to say, I just want to know if I have to wear a sweater tomorrow. <laughs> but they go on and on about the high pressure and the low pressure. And that's what ultimately makes rain. Well, guess what? One of the reasons we get rain is there's low pressure. It's just like the balloon with a vacuum around it. So when you, Emily, even as young as you are, have low pressure in the atmosphere, your knee, without realizing it, microscopically starts to expand because there's less outside pressure because it's raining, low pressure system. And that expansion of the joint stretches the nerve endings in your joint. And you can feel that it's going to rain before everybody else when you have a subtle amount of arthritis in the joint. So that's what's going on. Dr. Clapper, 7 to 9 every morning right here, or Saturday <laughs> mornings uh, on 710 ESPN. Doc, thank you so much. I'm gonna, thank you, Dr. Clapper. I'm consider uh, getting on great. the bike. We'll Listen, see. your show is fantastic. All of us really appreciate the chemistry that you, Alan, and Travis, and Emily, you're doing a great job. It's the best show on the radio. I just love listening to you guys. Keep it up. Thank Thanks, you, Doc. Doc Clapper. Appreciate that a great deal. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Al, that's the best book I've ever heard. Stop exercising. You're killing yourself. I, I cannot agree more. By the way, that is definitely – it's like one of those – um, it, it would just throw everybody off. They'd have no idea what the hell you're talking about. What do you mean? I don't need to exercise? Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Sign, sign me up. What do I have to do? He's an orthopedic surgeon. He knows what he's talking about. I'm not going to do it. the bike three times a week. How about once a month? Let's start. Let's start with something that's a little manageable, and we'll increase into that. I think that uh, we'll come up with our own program along the way.